When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Father, of course, the greatest mayor in the history of this country. Now he's running for governor, and boy, could we use him. Been on this show many, many times. A good friend of ours, Andrew Giuliani. Good morning, Andrew. Welcome back. Guys, good morning. Great to be on with you as always. Yeah, great to have you. And uh, as we said last hour, me and Bernie, you got to be licking your chops today. You never want to use a tragedy uh, as a gain when it comes to politics, but it is what it is. And when you've got a, a shooter on a subway, uh, when somebody is out there, you know, with this bail reform stuff, trying to convince her for years, and then on top of that, your lieutenant gets arrested, it couldn't be a worse day for Kathy Hochul and maybe a better day for Andrew Giuliani. Well, look, I think it just shows the dysfunction that's come out of Albany for the last 15 years, and it shows putting party politics ahead of actually the welfare of the 19.5 million New Yorkers across the state. And the result of it, I mean, when you look just at Brian Benjamin immediately and see the fact that this is a guy who's been in office barely six months, and all of a sudden, uh, Kathy Hochul's top lieutenant gets arrested. This is the person who literally was her first main appointment. And you got to remember, when, he was, when, he, when that was the first main appointment of hers, we all screamed from the top, this is a guy who champion the defund the police movement on top of that he is corrupt now we're finding out it is absolutely disgusting and then you look at obviously what happened on the subway look we all know that the governor actually controls more board seats than the mayor on the mta so you can make the argument that the that the mta the subways the liwr the metro north the governor actually should be the one that's responsible for making sure that that is safe and to see what happened yesterday i think shows this is a governor who chooses not to even acknowledge that crime is a problem. And I go back to her State of the State speech, where she mentioned crime in the 20th minute and never, ever mentioned bail reform. Once she saw that polling is so bad on bail reform, she started to address it, but only at the margins. We can't address this problem at the margins, Bernie. This needs to come in with a wrecking ball into Albany. No doubt about it. Andrew Giuliani on the Bernie and Sid Show. Yeah, it was Ranger fans that uh, that got her some religion, for God's sakes, uh, on this no-cash bail law. But even all of her appearances yesterday, I have to say, Andrew Giuliani, this unelected governor that we have, in, in addition to having bad uh, you know, vetting decisions with this lieutenant governor guy, a BLM and corruption and all that stuff, every time she spoke yesterday, uh, and she was on a lot, she was no paragon of leadership. I mean, it was embarrassing, I have to say. I mean, we have to get rid of this lady pronto, before November, for God's sake. Look, she, she's a continuation of the, uh, unfortunately, uh, what we've seen in Albany for the last 15 years, from Elliot Spitzer to Andrew Cuomo and now Kathy Hochul. Uh, and unfortunately, whether it's corruption, and I think another thing we have to look at is the Hochul family profiting off of this Buffalo Bills stadium deal here. Yep. I mean, if we're yep. going to talk about the corruption uh, with uh, Brian Benjamin, I think we really need to look into this and ask whether or not it's ethical, whether or not it's legal uh, for Kathy Hochul's husband to be making what's going to be a very big paycheck off of what are taxpayer dollars going into uh, this new stadium. So there are a lot of questions 
But I think first and foremost, and this is what I really think voters are going to go to the polls with on November, they're going to ask, does Kathy Hochul make me safer? Do I feel safer with her as governor? Here's the one pledge that I can make to all New Yorkers, whether you're Republican, whether you're Democrat, whether you like the congressman, like Rob, like myself. What I am going to ask myself every single day and ask of my staff when we get in the office first thing in the morning, what are you going to do today to make sure New York is a safer place? And when they leave the office at night, what did you do today to make sure New York was a safer place? It is going to be something that we repeat day in and day out, because the truth is any good governor, any good mayor of New York is going to make sure that they focus on crime first and foremost. We'll get to the mayor, too. Andrew Giuliani here on the Bernie and Sid in the morning show. Uh, Andrew, the latest Zogby poll has you two points ahead of Lee Zeldin, 29 percent to his 27 percent, with Astorino a distant third, by the way, uh, in the race for governor. So you are on top of that right now early on. So here's the question. We know that Democrats usually win these big political positions, but Hochul has really screwed herself here, or here, I should say. Do you think you're in a bigger battle in the primary against Lee Zeldin or in the general if you do win that against Kathy Hochul? Well, it's, it's uh, you know, look, we're, we're focusing on, on two races, right? I mean, you, you, there is, there's no race if we don't win the primary on June 29th. So you got to win the primary first. You got to win the battle in order to win the war. Look, you know, these guys, Lee, Rob, uh, these guys are friends of mine, right? And we're going to be friends. And this is what I told Lee when I hopped into the race a year ago. I said, hey, look, Lee, we're going to battle it out like brothers here for a little while, but we'll be hugging and pushing for New York State for the next 50 years together. Uh, with that being said, I think I have the best path in the general of all of them. That's why I, I hopped in the race. I think the polling is starting to show that when you look at some of the independents and Democrats that are attracted to my candidacy, that are not necessarily attracted to Lee's or Rob's. But the good thing that we've been seeing from a primary perspective, every single poll that has not been paid for by a candidate. I know Lee paid for a poll a couple of weeks ago that had him up a million percent or something like that. But every <laughs> single poll that has not been paid for by a candidate has had us winning all seven. It might be eight now statewide polls. And you could go back. Most of them are Siena. Zogby's done a couple. Uh, and, and the truth is, I think what voters are seeing, and here's another thing that I think has really helped us. We had to go through a petition process in order to get on the ballot. We needed to hand in 15,000 signatures. We handed in over 25,000 signatures. That's voter engagement. What I can promise you guys is I won't talk all it touching voters. That's what Andrew Cuomo did. He touched voters. I like to engage with voters. So I like 25,000 different engagements right there that we get to do. And honestly, it's my favorite part about the whole thing. When I get to talk direct face-to-face uh, to New Yorkers, um, we get to see whether or not what we're talking about is actually the main issue, whether bail reform is the top issue, whether it's the fact that you know they're looking at a tax hike uh, for the top rate to be at 63% uh, jobs and, and obviously overregulation. So for me, and I think this is the thing that it's affirmed, bail reform and crime is the absolute number one issue uh, in almost every single part of the state. And certainly when we're talking about New York City and Buffalo and Rochester and Albany, it's the number one, two, three, and four issue. No question about it. Andrew Giuliani running for governor of the state of New York on the Bernie and Sid Show. And to your point, the bail reform and crime, I mean, who would have thunk uh, after Bill de Blasio, things got exponentially worse here in New York City uh, with crime under Eric Adams. Crime has risen 45 percent, 70 percent on the subways. I mean, he belatedly brought back uh, some of your uh, dad's uh, policies, a weak version of broken windows, a weak version of the anti-crime units. 
but uh, still not enough, not enough and no, no good results. How do you envision your relationship with and Eric Adams when you win this uh, seat as governor of the state of New York? Well, you know, Curtis Lee has been helping me out. I don't know if Curtis is going to be my liaison to the mayor's office. That probably will not be his role <laughs> in my administration. That's probably uh-huh. one thing we want. That's obviously a joke. But, um, you know, what I, what I would say is this. I, I do think deep down Mayor Adams wants to figure this out. I think sometimes he gets conflicted between the party politics that we see most Democrats play and actually between what his real job should be, which is, as I said, every single day figuring out what he can do about crime. That's why we see conflicting statements sometimes. That's why he hugs my father's former you know, successful policies. But at the same time, he plays to the base and calls them racist, even though there's nobody that saved more African and Hispanic American lives in New York right. history than Rudy Giuliani. But I think he would work with a Republican governor to figure this out. And here's what I would do just right from day one to make sure we put pressure on the mayor that he's doing the right thing. I would clean up the subways. I would clean up the MTA. I would clean up the LIRR and make sure that's a safe and user-friendly experience. Because I can tell you, if New Yorkers have a safe experience on the subway, it's clean, it's a friendly user experience, they go up above ground and they don't feel safe, that is going to put a ton of pressure on the mayor to make sure that he figures it out. So that's something that we can do on day one, Governor, that I intend to do. But but I look forward to having a working relationship with him and figuring this out because I really do think deep down he does want to figure this out. And more than anything, I think his ego is going to come come into play here. He understands his legacy is going to be that, that crime number at the end of the year. And if he doesn't understand, talk to him, make him understand it. Yeah, no, I agree with you on everything you just said, except for the very end. I think that the political stuff, for some reason, today's day and age, outweighs everything else. It outweighs rationality. It outweighs intent. It outweighs even good intent. And because of that, he's going to be stained and conflicted his whole stay, and it's never going to work. That's my opinion. I think you're right. His heart is in the right place, but the politics are so big these days that even rational human beings who want the best just can't do it. Bottom line. You know, you, you may be right. I, I will say this. As his reelection day ends up approaching uh, and he starts looking at the numbers, my guess is he's going to start doing what is best for him to get him reelected. And I think, uh, again, New Yorkers, the top question is going to be, uh, how safe do I feel? So that, that's where I'm hopeful. I, I don't know if it necessarily will be out of the goodness of his heart or out of, uh, out of this is the right thing to do. Right. I think it'll be what is the right thing to do for him. We just need to show him that, hey, the right thing to do for you is to make sure that you're doing everything for the 8.5 million New Yorkers. That's what you need to do. And, and we'll do that from a state perspective because our goal is to make sure that those 19.5 million New Yorkers feel safe in our, in our state. No, no question. Well, go ahead, Seth. Take it away. No, go ahead. Actually, I know he has to hop on a plane. but uh, yeah, oh, one, no, one. Let's let him go. Let's let him go, then. You have no, one more? I've got, a, I've got another minute over here. We're, okay, we're you good. know, I, 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 Andrew, I want to ask you, honestly, Andrew Giuliani running for governor of the state of New York on the Bernie and Sid show, it's not a very sexy topic, but it's a very, very important topic, which is energy in, in New York State. I mean, fracking, you had, uh, fracking is a big deal. It would bring so many jobs back, plus... We, you know, we have the, uh, the the oil, natural gas under uh, ground right here. They're doing it in Pennsylvania, right right across the border. Uh, you have the pipelines that Andrew uh, Cuomo would not build uh, during his tenure for a long time. So you have pipelines, you have fracking. He's closed. He closed down Indian Point. You have nuclear uh, power as well. 
how would Andrew Giuliani get our, our energy up here in New York State so that we can rebuild the state and, and take advantage of our resources? And really, whenever the, the question comes, what are you going to do to rebuild upstate New York, the southern tier? I mean, that's, that's the number one answer right there. I mean, we have to allow fracking on the southern tier, and we cannot allow the radicals from Washington, D.C., and New York City to affect the policy coming out of Albany on that one. You know, one of the things that I am concerned about, there was a lot of focus on three of the five propositions that came on the ballot this year in 2021. Three of them were defeated, and those were what I would call anti-voter integrity reforms that were defeated. So uh, making it uh, now tougher for illegal voting to happen. Hochul is trying to push that through. That's a separate question, a separate conversation. But the second proposition that did pass was simply every New Yorker has a right to clean air. Well, of course, we all believe every New Yorker has a right to clean air. But what does that do? That's going to tie up in litigation a lot of these issues and make it very difficult to get through what we need to from a drilling standpoint. So I really think this is an issue that I'm going to have to sit down with with my corporations council to figure out what is not just a political strategy on this, but what now is actually a legal strategy to make sure that we allow in New York what we've seen in northern Pennsylvania right now. And you, and you mentioned this. If you look at property values just across the border, take Endicott, New York, and they'll then go across the border right there in, in Vessel, Pennsylvania. Um, and you will see about a three times different uh, property value just because they are tapping into the Marcellus mm-hmm. Fault right there, and we are not. Uh, it's an excellent job, Andrew. Exactly. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Have a safe trip. Congratulations on the latest Zogby poll, and uh, keep it going out there, Andrew. Thank you so much. Sounds great, guys. Look forward to talking soon. All right, buddy.